put on there. Okay, uh, so we have six of, six of us present, seven of us, uh, which means we can get started, County Attorney. Yes, sir. And we will have uh, the public online. Information has been have been given out for that as to how they are able to speak on these items. And I'll call to order Broward County Board of County Commissioners fiscal year 21 tentative budgets, millage rates, and non ad valorem assessments September 10, 2020. 501.5. Good evening. I'm Dale Holness, the Mayor of Broward County. I'd like to introduce my colleagues and the Board of County Commissioners. We have on the line Vice Mayor Senator Geller. We have Here. Senator Commissioner Rich. Here. We have uh, Commissioner Lamar Fisher. Present. Commissioner Barbara Sharif. Here. Commissioner Michael Udine. Commissioner Bogan. Commissioner Furr. Tonight, the Broad County Board of County Commissioners will conduct public hearings and the proposed millage rates. Ryan, yes, and we have Commissioner Ryan joining us. Uh, tonight, the Broad County Board of County Commissioners will conduct a public hearing. Okay, if we settle down. Tonight, the Broad County Board of County Commissioners will conduct public hearings and the proposed millage rates, budgets, and special assessments that will support county services during fiscal year 2021. This is the first of two public hearings as required by law. The purpose of the hearing is to receive comments regarding the county's budget, tax rates, and special assessments, and to provide information on the budget and proposed amendments. The public hearing will be conducted in three sections. The first section will include public hearings on countywide and Broward Municipal Services District area millage rates and budgets. The second section include public hearings on proposed special assessments for fire and garbage collection in the Broward Municipal Service District. The third section will include public hearings on the millage rates and budgets for the county department, for the county's dependent water control districts, an agenda listing all the items to be discussed and the order of the items is posted online and all uh, on at, at the upcoming government meetings website, that's online, and at register to speak org. If you're interested in address the, addressing the Board of County Commissions about an item on the agenda, please go to the website register to speak org and call 
the number provided on the website. If anyone has questions about property value assessments or exemptions, the property appraiser's office can be reached at 954-357-6830, 954-357-6830, or mardikr at bcpa.net. The last day to file an appeal with the Valley Adjustment Board to challenge your assessment is September 18th. With that in introduction, let's begin. Aggregate millage rate. The fiscal year 2021 tax rates certified by the notice of proposed property taxes results in a 4.4% aggregate increase in property taxes when compared with the taxes generated from the aggregate rollback rate. The rollback rate generates approximately the same amount of taxes as the prior fiscal year, plus taxes generated from new buildings added to the tax roll. The aggregate millage rate of 5.5326, as compared to an aggregate rollback rate of 5.2976, includes all ad valorem tax, taxes levied by the county and its dependent districts, except for voted debt services. This aggregate millage rate is the basis for the state required advertisements concerning the budget and taxes. The rollback millage rates and the percent change in property taxes are based on the assessment role certified by the property appraiser's office. Countywide millage and budget. AT&T operator, please instruct members of the public on how they can speak on an item on item A, the countywide millage rate and budget. If anyone from the public wishes to speak on item A, the countywide millage rate and budget, please press pound two on your phones now to be put in queue to speak on this item. Once your line is unmuted, you will be asked to introduce yourself and told how much time you have to speak. When your comment period has expired, your line will be muted again and other speakers will be given the opportunity to speak. When all public comments for an item have concluded, the mayor will offer commissioners the opportunity to comment or ask questions. At the conclusion of your comments, you can either hang up or stay on the line to listen to the rest of the budget hearing and or comment on another item. The public hearing is open on the general county millage rate and budget. The proposed millage rate for general county purposes, as advertised, on a notice of proposed property taxes, exclusive of debt services is 5.4999, which, which represents a 4.46 increase in prop, percent increase in property taxes as compared to a rollback, rollback rate of 5.2649. The proposed millage rate for voted debt service is 0 0.1691. When combining the two above elements, the proposed millage rate for all general county uh, purposes, including debt 
service is 5.6690. The same as last year. I'd like to introduce our county administrator, Ms. Bertha Henry, to provide an overview of the proposed county budget and millage rate. Ms. Henry. Thank you, Mayor and Commissioners. Today we are presenting a budget for FY21, which cumulatively is $414 million less than FY20. Broward County, like the nation, is facing an unprecedented downturn in the economy. This downturn, unlike the Great Recession of the previous decade, is precipitated by a pandemic that the world has not seen in nearly 100 years is proven to be resilient, which makes predictions for its ability to be controlled very difficult. As a result, there is a tremendous economic uncertainty. This uncertainty is playing out in each of our economic engines, airport, seaport, convention and visitors bureau. It is playing out in our community, stressing our social safety net like never before. Yes, the federal government's assistance through the CARES Act is offering some relief, but it will clearly not be enough unless more is done. That said, the total budget of $5.4 billion reflects a decrease in the operating budget of $86 million, mostly due to decreases in airport, Port Everglades, transit, and the tourist development tax programs. And it also reflects a decrease in the capital budget of $234 million, mostly due, once again, to decreases in the, in, in the general capital along with airport and Port Everglades and a decrease in debt service budget of 94 million a rare but bright spot in all of this mostly due to recent refinancings and the value of our credit ratings the general fund operating budget excluding reserves increases by 26.8 million primarily due to the 5.3 percent increase in the certified tax roll the general fund budgets for constitutional officers, including the Broward Sheriff's Office, property appraisal supervisor of elections, increased by $13.6 million. The budget also includes the final year funding for the computer-aided mass appraisal system for the property appraisal's office. Mandated tax increment payments for municipal redevelopment continue to grow due to the increase in the tax rolls. And continuing the effort that began in FY18, there is $5.6 million for affordable housing funding from the expiring CRA districts, and we, will look, and we will continue to look for more. There is no change in the current cumulative operating millage rate. The certified tax roll increases 5.3% when compared to the roll used for the adopted budget in FY20. However, we do not anticipate this level of growth in FY22 due to the impacts of the COVID-19 pandemic, where we estimate that commercial and industrial values will be down significantly. As stated earlier, the FY21 total millage rate remains the same as FY20, with a slight decline in debt service millage and a corresponding increase dedicated for general capital. This shifting within the same total rate will help the county rebuild the property tax supported capital program, which was significantly reduced during the Great Recession. With over $2 billion in tax supported assets, it is essential that we continue to rebuild this program with recurring revenue to ensure that our investments are adequately maintained in the future. More importantly, we look to these capital projects to be major job stimulus for our local economy, particularly with our focus on local businesses. 
County taxes make up less than one quarter of the overall tax bill. The increase in assessed value for homestead property owners is capped at 2.3% for FY21. And generally, homestead taxpayers will experience a slight increase in, in, in county taxes. For other properties, the change in the assessed value of each property will determine how the property taxes will change. The final public hearing to adopt the county budget and tax rates is scheduled for September 22, 2021. Operator, is there anyone from the public who wishes to speak on this item? Mayor, there is one speaker for this item. Uh, would you go ahead, please, and have that speaker uh, line open? Thank you for your time. Joshua Levy, I'm a Coral Springs resident in Broken Woods. I have a question. Government services don't create jobs. They're, 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 it's like saying dig a hole, fill it in. You can't use that as a basis of raising taxes because you're picking and choosing industries. It's as if you've never heard of the uh, broken windows theory. Pay someone to break windows because that's going to benefit the, the glazer industry. So please, you, you can't justify raising taxes that you're creating jobs for the local economy. That's a, that's a momentary, really, it's a, it's a misunderstanding of economics. And uh, yeah, the rates aren't bad, but you, you, and you also can't justify it by past uh, great recession. <laughs> you're, you're using excuses from 10 years ago to raise taxes now. Listen, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a layman and a citizen, but, um, but enough is enough. Thank you very much, uh, Speaker. Uh, is there anyone else, Operator? As a reminder, dialing pound two will indicate you wish to make a comment. We do have another caller here in the queue. Uh, go ahead, please. Unmute them. Yes, Brenda Dowdy. Uh, as far as rates and taxes, um, the homeowners, the property owners, we are taking a hard hit um, year after year after year of the taxes. The percentage may sound small, but if you don't have the income to offset the taxes, my tax bill, the proposed tax bill is forty. $700 if it passes, so I would know in November. It keeps going up and up and up. I don't benefit from it a lot of things. I don't have any kids. And when we vote, it's so confusing on the ballot what we're voting for that I, it seems like it's written in a language that you think you should vote yes, but then you come to find out that you've been, you've been penalized just to own a property in Broward County. I think you all need to look at other avenues and finding how to tax anyone that lives in Broward County by raising a sales tax. Because it's not fair, because if you continue to do this, you're going to put me out of my... 40-year property home that has been in my family. 
And it's not fair that we are a scapegoat to budget and to finance the Broad County um, agenda for what they have put at, uh, before the public. It's not fair. It, it needs to be a cap and it needs to be set. And it needs, it, it, it's just not fair. So in other words, I'll be paying more money for my taxes than what the house was originally purchased for. And that's how people lose okay. their Please. house. We are democratic. Please, please close. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, operator, is there anyone else? We do have four more callers here in the queue. Okay. Go ahead, please. Uh, unmute the next caller. Please identify yourself uh, before you speak. My name is Marcia Barry Smith. My address is 3037 Lamirage Drive, Lauderhill. Good evening, Mayor Holness, Vice Mayor Geller, Commissioners, County Administrator Henry. I serve as Chair of the Broad Housing Council and I'm Director of Government Relations and Advocacy for Habitat Broward. I recognize and, and mourn the fact that we are in the most daunting of times where this pandemic has crippled and paralyzed us into sheer survival mode. Even so, the need for safe, decent, affordable housing must not and cannot be minimized. The St. Remy family, one of Habitat's largest, comprised of nine people, three generations, purchased a Habitat home in the BMSD two years ago. Yesterday, Carol St. Remy told me they had still been living in the two-bedroom apartment they rented before buying this home. They would have probably died this past July. You see, five of them were infected with COVID, including the great-grandmother. Neither safe distancing nor quarantining would have been possible in their former cramped living quarters. We cannot lose sight of the future. There will be life after COVID, when affordable housing will be as if not even more critical, with several thousands of our residents unemployed and jobless. My role here this evening is simple. I implore our commissioners to maintain what little traction we have painfully gained over the last three years by fully funding the Broward Housing Trust Fund by at least the $10 million previously identified as essential. We desperately need to fill the gap in the needs of our under-resourced citizens for safe and decent affordable housing now and in the years to come. Thank you for allowing me this time. Thank you very much. Uh, next speaker. Good afternoon, everyone. Um, right now, I'm going to reiterate to you all um, what proposal the members of our community have been fighting for to enact every single day. Um, something I'm sure you all have heard before, which is that the funding of our police, hundreds of millions of dollars of Broward County's budget is being allocated to the Broward Sheriff's Office when it could very well be allocated to meet the community's vital needs. And putting so much funding into the police only encourages late and violent responses from our officers 
to crime scenes rather than addressing crimes at its root to truly prevent it, with the root being poverty. In the middle of an international pandemic and economic crisis, um, we as residents of Broward County need support more than ever. And that's why I am requesting that funding from the sheriff's office be reallocated into social programs such as COVID-19 relief, affordable housing, and jail diversion programs. And I'm sorry I didn't say in the beginning who I was. I'm Jocelyn Colon, and I am a Fort Lauderdale resident. Thank you. Thank you very much. And, uh, operator, next speaker. I'm Angelica Smith, a resident in Lauderdale. And um, I don't have much to say, and there's a lot of this that goes over my head, but I just want to say that um, I concur with the sentiment of the first two speakers and that our property taxes are just going up and up, and it's really killing me in Lauderdale. We are, we have, I think, the second highest property taxes in the county. And I know county taxes are different than uh, the city taxes. But um, if we can do anything else other than raise property taxes. And I am going to follow up with Lauderdale and attend their public hearings as well. Um, but it's really, it's really uh, a burden on us, and especially in this climate. And you, you just don't know security is not a thing anymore. Um, so it would really help not have it right. Thank you. Operator, next caller. Next speaker. There are no more speakers in the queue. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, now that the public comment is completed, I'll take comments from the County Commission. Get me to the queue, Mr. Mayor. Okay, I'd like to be in the queue as well. Uh, would you go ahead, uh, uh, Vice Mayor Gallo, followed by Commissioner Rich? Thank you, Mr. Mayor. I apologize for sounding like a broken record because I do this at every budget hearing. Um, I just want to remind people, and I thank Norm Foster for provi providing this document, that the county commission has greatly tightened its belt. Again, we have never recovered from the Great Recession. It is my understanding that all of you should have received a document, I believe, today from uh, Mr. Foster showing that uh, when you compare the county commission agencies, which are which include parks, libraries, but also affordable housing, mental health, homelessness, all of these other issues. And you adjust from prior to the Great Recession, and then you simply add in inflation and population growth, which you have to, that the county commission um, has taken by far the greatest hit we have a reduction of 17% compared to the 2007 base year as the last year before the Great Recession. Um, the budget 
should have been if you had just adjusted for inflation and population, 617 million, instead it's 513 million. Uh, ESO took a much smaller hit, but still larger than the others. They had a 7% cut, um, and they are roughly as large as we are this year. Actually, this year, they are larger than the county commission agencies. Um, and uh, then the property appraiser took a 3% cut, but that was only uh, on a base of $24 million, while us and BSO were each between five and $600 million. Supervised elections had the only increase, but that's only to $11 million, uh, and that's because we put so many issues on them. So I just want to remind people, both the listeners and the commissioners, when everyone is saying, you should cut, you should cut, we did, we did, we have, we have. Our budget has never recovered from the Great Recession. Finally, in reference, and Mr. Mayor, you said this earlier today, uh, and I believe the county attorney did, in reference to defunding, um, I keep reminding people, the camp, unlike a police force, a city police force where the budget is run entirely by the city, the sheriff's office, the sheriff is a separately elected county constitutional officer, just by county commissioners. Uh, our budget is negotiated with them. If we try to arbitrarily and unilaterally cut their budget, the sheriff would do exactly what the property appraiser did, which is go to Tallahassee, which is dominated by a Republican legislature, a Republican governor, and the governor of the cabinet would almost be on question if the sheriff more than for his budget than they can get from us through negotiations. And I believe Sheriff Tony has, in fact, been very reasonable on his request. But I just wanted to make those remarks. I'm sure Mr. Mayor, thank you for your time. Thank you. Uh, Commissioner Rich. Yes, um, I would like to just uh, mention about the issue of, of affordable housing in this budget. Um, and uh, in this budget, uh, 5.6 million um, is included, which is uh, approximately a 4.4 million dollar reduction from last year because we had 10 million dollars last year uh, for uh, affordable housing was uh, uh, into the trust, the affordable housing trust fund. Um, I, I was glad that Marsha Barry Smith came to speak. Some of the people today um, uh, talked about uh, when we were having the conversation on uh, item number 55 uh, on the agenda that uh, the, the need for affordable housing. And I want to just remind the commission that um, in 2018, uh, we did a uh, Broward, Broward County affordable housing needs assessment, and that was you know, well before COVID. So everything is exacerbated by COVID, but it determined at that time that half of households, more than half, 53%, were considered cost burdened or spending more than 30% of their monthly income on housing, which is one of the highest rates in the country. Um, 
we uh, um, it, it showed the, the, the study showed that while all cities had enough supply to provide housing for those earning uh, 120% uh, or more of the median income, there is not a single city in the county that is sufficiently addressing the needs of households earning 80% or less. Um, it's really imperative that despite significant budgetary challenges, in my opinion, that we continue to fund the affordable housing units uh, uh, that we've, we've just begun to do over the last uh, three years. Um, I, uh, there is a, an issue of additional homelessness, uh, which requires a, affordable housing uh, units. And earlier this uh, summer, the state budget, the 2020-21 state budget, provided full funding for a portion of Sadowski funds to the State Department Investment Loan Program, uh, and those are the uh, multifamily housing uh, to the Florida Housing Finance Corporation. And uh, they are the largest provider of affordable housing tax credits. Those tax credits are critical uh, to uh, affordable housing developers to ensure fiscal viability of their projects. Thanks to the commitment and leadership, I believe that the county commission has shown we have made significant progress in the last couple of years in our ability to be competitive and have developers show an interest. We, we know that we have multiple developers showing interest now in affordable housing. Um, and in order to compete from this, for the state tax credit opportunities, we need to continue to provide the gap financing for the developers. So I would urge us uh, to continue to look to uh, at least at a minimum maintain the $10 million recurring rev general revenue commitment to the trust fund that we had allocated in this past year's budget. Uh, thank you, uh, Commissioner Rich. Uh, County Administrator, uh, this budget doesn't raise the ad valorem rate. It keeps it the same as last year. The only increase in revenues we'll see is because of new property being added to the tax roll or increase in valuation. Am I correct? Um, actually, um, we are required to... Um, we were required to post what the rollback rate w would have been. And because we're not at the rollback rate, meaning that you collect the same amount of taxes as you collected in the prior year, except for um, a few uh, new items, you would be um, considered raising, uh, th that would be an increase in, tax, in, in, in taxes. Um, the county has not changed the rate, the, the millage rate in many, many years. We are very cognizant of that issue. The pressures to provide for the safety net that this county provides for comes with an expense, and those costs um, are borne by all of us. So those that have uh, made the phone call about their taxes going up, I would say to those individuals, particularly since they have indicated that that they have been in their homes for quite some time, those individuals have been protected by Save Our Homes. And if you um, if you go back year to year, some years it's one percent, some years it's two percent. It's just whatever the rate of inflation at the the point in time. I believe it's sometime in December where they where they take the number. 
So they have um, benefited from uh, keeping their taxes um, somewhat low. But I would, um, again, I don't want to mislead anyone. Um, the millage rate that we have has been the same for many, many years by design. Second, if you're asking if we're at the rollback rate, meaning we're not getting any inflation, then the answer would be we're not at the rollback rate. Okay, so, so we're getting additional revenues. We're getting, uh, but, yes. But it's not because we increased the millage rate. That's correct. To generate additional funds as a result of that. That's correct. Uh, uh, Commissioner Furr. Thank you. In line with uh, what uh, Commissioner Rich was speaking to with regard to the affordable housing, I know we had had somewhat of a formula, the money coming back from CRAs to try to, to bolster up the affordable housing trust fund. And I say that because we, we've been on a pretty good, moment, pretty good momentum here in terms of being able to build a number of units. Uh, I think a lot of developers, because of that, have gone to FHIC, have actually been awarded um, money based on kind of where we were heading. The fact that we're not giving, putting that much money up this time puts some of those potential projects in jeopardy. And I want us to one, you know, take a good look at that before we do a final vote. I think we've gone from 10 to 5. We, we, we went from 5 million to 5 million to 10 million. We're dropping back 5 million. But there's a lot of really good projects that we're kind of looking at that based on the 10. And I want us to, I, I think it's worth a good look. If the, you know, if we were doing 50-50 on the CRA, I don't know if there's a chance to take another look at that and see if there, if some of that can be. Actually, we um, we're not doing 50/50 um, on the CRA. That that was the initial. Oh, so okay. the 50/50 would have been 2.8 million um, for affordable housing, and um, the recommended budget because it's such a, you know, I'm tr you know just trying to get us back to that right. to the original five million dollar commitment. Um, the, the, the recommended budget proposes that the full 5.6 million go into the affordable housing okay. trust fund. Um, and it's, it's going to be several years before we have another major significant um, um, amount of money that will be freed up from the CRAs. But when it does, within a couple of years, it'll again. So we're over time that will um, that will start to remedy itself. The other issue that I just wanted to point out that there are two opportunities for us, um, at least to generate some money for conversation by the board. First and foremost, um, as you all um, know, part of our commitment. Uh, with the transportation surtax was um, that we would support transit-oriented development and we made a commitment that we would fund that the level of funding, the general fund funding that we had um, we, we had in the budget would remain. So if there is one of these affordable housing projects that um, fit within a, a TOD, which we should be encouraging um, as as much as we can, we may be able to find obviously some um, um, five million dollars to assist with that. That's one. The second is that um, we've held um, we've held a uh, we had a, a hiring freeze, pseudo hiring freeze, um, ever since we we felt the the the, the first of the pandemic. 
and what that has allowed us to do is to generate some savings that we hope at the end of the year. Now we have um, proposed that 25 million, am I correct, go to capital? Okay, but um, um, if we are, we are, if we were not as conservative as, as, as I thought we were, and we tend to be conservative on those, if we have anything above that, we would be able to um, come back to you to ask you if you want any excess to go into affordable housing. So it's something that we, we, are, we are obviously as concerned about, but we, we, you know, we, we have just so many different avenues that right. we can try to go at after this. And, and I mentioned it because it's, these are some of the few places where we have a chance to leverage our money. Correct. And, you know, if we're able to put a couple million in and get eight million or, or whatever, some, you know, some people are getting from FHIC or whatever, that's to our benefit. You know, it, it makes, it's, it's good money going to a good place. So it's, uh, it's worth taking a look at. I know we've got another meeting and, but if you, if there's a way of, you might be able to show us where those possibilities are and we might be able to make some determinations. Okay. okay. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, on the issue of the uh, CRA funds being split, uh, half between economic development and half for affordable housing. I actually would have liked to have seen at least a small portion of this go to economic development because there's two ways we create affordable housing. One is that we build those affordable units, but also we need to generate, have people generate income and get jobs because if you're not working, you really can't afford anything at all. Uh, so I, I want us to be mindful that we also have to look to see how we generate more jobs and, 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 and get that economic stimulus going so that people can be at work. Because even if you make it affordable, and I have no money at all, it's not affordable. Go ahead. Uh. On that same note, I, I, I totally agree with you, but I, I do think that when we do generate those affordable housing units, we are creating an enormous amount of jobs that are, that are allowing people to be able to afford to live in other places between all the different trades that it encompasses, all the apprenticeships. I understand. It is an economic um, leveraging all its own. That's why I didn't argue too much the point I this time around. I, I didn't think it would have normally Mayor. done so. Uh, yeah. Mr. Mayor, uh, let's, can let's I just go make to, one uh, comment? Let's go to... Uh, Could I just make one follow-up comment to what if you said? If I go to Senator... I'm sorry, to uh, Commissioner Fisher, and then I'll come back to you, uh, Senator Rich. Uh, thank you, Mayor. And I was just going to piggyback, too, on the affordable housing. As, as everyone knows, I'm a proponent of that as well. And, and speaking to Ms. Henry, she hit the button when I, when I spoke to her about it, about the potential of capital funds. Hopefully, we, she can be conservative there. We are conservative there and then we can make up that difference because uh, I, I think it's necessary and I think I agree with you, Commissioner, for the job component to it. I like the surtax issue of being able to build on the corridors and TODs are definitely necessary. We need to convince our cities to be able to, to uh, apply and, and, and ultimately uh, receive the TODs because I think that's where we can leverage our dollars, like you said. So uh, I just look forward to Ms. Henry, hopefully being conservative and ultimately being able to to get some more dollars in that fund. Thank you. Uh, Senator Rich. Yes, I just wanted to mention that uh, with regard to, uh, unfortunately, we don't have CRAs coming due, so that, that's part of the issue here. But uh, from my understanding is that there is some economic development money uh, within the CARES Act 
uh, and um, uh, that we are using for you know small business and so forth. But there's affordable housing, uh, uh, CARES Act money for affordable housing. So that's another another issue to consider here. Mr. Mayor, if I could say something briefly. Go ahead, uh, Vice Mayor. Thank you. Very briefly, I've heard a lot of discussion about transit-oriented development. Just today, we voted to transmit the uh, land use change that I've been working on, which I think we all agree will very quickly lead to transit-oriented development, hopefully as soon as next year. Uh, it was specifically designed, as Commissioner Fisher was just commenting on, to get the cities on board. I believe they are on board. So I think we will see a lot of transit-oriented development shortly, which also will generate affordable housing dollars uh, from that. That's in, in what we tr uh, transmitted today. Thank you. Okay, now that the commissioner's comments are complete, the board will vote to adopt the tentative millage rate and budget. Uh, is there a motion on resolution 2025 establishing the tentative millage rate for general county purposes. Uh, did I hear a, a motion, uh, Vice Mayor? You did, Mr. Mayor. I moved uh, on page seven of this script. I moved the uh, resolution. Resolution uh, uh, 2020-562, adopting the tentative budget. Is there a second in 2561? Second. I'm sorry, 202561. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yes, I okay. seconded. All right, there's a motion by uh, Vice Mayor Geller and a second by commissioners. Established the proposed millage rate for general county purposes. All, all in favor of vote by saying aye. Aye. All those aye. opposed, aye. no. Let the record show that it passes unanimously. Is there a motion on resolution number 202562 adopting the tentative budget for general county purposes, including the amendments detailed in Schedule B of the resolution? Is there a motion? Yes, Mr. Mayor. I, okay. I move the adoption 2562. There's a motion by uh, Commissioner Sharif, second by Commissioner Udine, uh, adopting the revised tentative budget for general county purposes. All in favor, vote by saying aye. All aye. those opposed, aye. no, passes unanimously. The public hearing on item A, the general countywide millage rates and budget is now closed. AT&T operator, please instruct members of the public on how they can speak on item B, the Broward County Municipal Service District millage rate and budget. If anyone from the public wishes to speak on item B, the Broward Municipal Service District millage rate and budget, please press pound two on your phones now to be put in queue to speak on this item. Once your line is unmuted, you will be asked to introduce yourself and told how much time you have to speak. When your comment period has expired, your line will be muted again and other speakers will be given the opportunity to speak. When all public comments for an item have concluded, the mayor will offer the commissioners the opportunity to comment or ask questions. At the conclusion of your comments, you can either hang up or stay on the line to listen to the rest of the budget hearing and or comment on another item. Is there anyone wishing to speak on this item? Okay. 
uh, before the, the public hearing is open on the proposed millage rate and tentative budget for the Broad Municipal Service District to provide funds for municipal level services in the unincorporated area. The proposed millage rate for this purpose is 2.3353, which, which represents a 5.79% increase in property taxes as compared with a rollback rate of 2.2074. The county administrator will give an overview on the millage and budget for the Broad Municipal Services District. Thank you again, uh, Mayor. The Broad Municipal Service District millage rate remains the same for fiscal year 21. The, the county has, is continuing its investment in the Broward Municipal, Municipal Service District, which is reflected in a 6.77% growth in the property tax roll. The average homes, homestead property owner will pay approximately $4 more than the prior year based on the increase in property values capped by Save Our Homes. Operator, is there anyone from the public who wishes to speak on this item? Once again, dialing pound two will indicate that you wish to speak. And Mayor, there are two speakers for this item. Well, would you go ahead and unmute them, please? Hi, good evening, Commissioners. Um, my name is Q. I'm a resident here in Broward. Um, I know today's budget hearing is supposed to be mostly around college and stuff, but I just want to come here to say that as a resident here, um, I have an expectation for you all to really take leadership and listen to your constituents after months of us taking action and voicing how we want to see a reallocation of BSO County funds. Um, I know a commissioner earlier had talked about that, like you all don't really have enough power um, to be able to dictate what um, Sheriff Tony does with his budget, but um, we have an expectation for you all to go into these negotiations spaces fully prepared to take a stand around reallocation. Um, and BSO should all of the examples that in 08 around the economic crisis when they made a 7% budget cut, and you all should be pushing on to make a 10% budget cut to reallocate those funds into relief because we know um, even after 2020, um, things are just, you know, aren't going to get any better. Folks are losing their jobs, folks are losing their lives, and we want to see a real investment into our community. Um, and for you all to look into programs like crisis assistance, helping out on the streets, and follow on behalf of Oregon and what they're doing to really create alternatives to policing that's going to, one, help us um, be able to save almost $8 million a year, um, which Oregon was able to do. Um, and so really calling you all to really step into your leadership and really push. We are in a moment where for BSO to be asking for over $200 million in county funds um, when folks are homeless and not on the streets and don't know where their next meal is coming from is absurd. Um, and so, yeah, I just wanted to name that. And so looking forward to the rest of these budget hearings to really seeing you all um, look into these resources and really taking a stand on reallocation. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, operator, uh, next uh, speaker, please. Thank you, commissioners. Thank you, operator. <clears throat> Mr. Mayor, uh, Joshua Levy from Coral Springs once again. By quoting a simple $4 average raise in the amount of taxes paid to this, uh, to this item, you're, you're minimizing the fact that there's a one-way ratchet, that the taxes only go up and that uh, where is the cost savings that are sought from any department, not just the sheriff, uh, which, which in itself is an emotional issue. Who doesn't want more safety to, to, to give $200 million more to the sheriff's department? 
But the truth is, every single budget, every department needs to be scrutinized and, and, and looked at for cuts and not have a, I hope it's not a zero baseline budgeting where spend it or lose it. I'll have to look into that and ask everyone that, that, that follows me to look into that as well. But, uh, but to the previous speaker's point, actually, she, she doesn't know what she's not touching on, that the money is best spent at the local level. So why not at least get it to cities or even, God forbid, to church or charitable organizations that are more in touch with the homeless than, than uh, agents of the city or the government? That's classically in our country how things were handled, at a family, at a community, at a church, or finally at a, at a city level. Who's more efficient with our dollars, the, the, the people who are giving them and, and providing care directly, or after they're sluiced through multiple layers of a government uh, system, which we exist within the system, but it's all of our jobs to try to uh, make it as most efficient as possible, and again, not make, uh, uh, make work jobs within the system or doubling up on programs and creating uh, yet another program for, for homeless when we have a program for homeless. How about eliminating and driving them down to the lowest level to the people who are right there on the ground with the homeless instead of uh, merely raising taxes? Again, that's off the issue. Back to the, to the other issue, just because the $4 average raise doesn't mean that, that merely supports emotionally. It's only $4. Let's just raise the tax. When there's, there's never a motion to decrease taxes because we've done an efficient job of utilizing the money in the first place. Thank you. Thank you. Are there any other speaker operator? There's no one else in the queue. Okay. Mayor, if I may just make one comment because I do Please. think it's worth stating. Um, the gentleman asked if we, if this county had a policy of spend it um, or lose it. Um, we do not have that policy, and I think it's one of the reasons we're able to um, redirect any any of our savings to address community priorities. You know, the question was, you know, where uh, where is the safety net? Um, uh, I would argue that were it not for the programs that Broward County initiates in terms of safety net, it, we wouldn't have any. I think at this point. Um, it's, um, I think we can always challenge ourselves to do a better job of making sure that the public understands what, what, what value they get for their dollar. And that's just one more challenge that we have. And as I uh, spoke earlier today, $109 million from our budget goes to helping with those safety nets. Now that the public uh, comment period is completed, I'll take comments from uh, colleagues. See, the, the one thing that I'd like to add uh, for the Municipal Service District, uh, the unincorporated area that we serve as the government for, it's pretty much our city. Uh, I spoke with Ms. Henry to see whether or not we can find any uh, funding or any way for us to look to create more economic development in that area and to increase the uh, new units or increase the values so that we can have more funds to provide uh, services to that community. It's, it's a, a low-income community, as you know, and it's very stressed uh, for them to find services and for us to. And I think uh, Ms. Henry has done a tremendous job being the fiscal conservative she is. Uh, more than some uh, from uh, 
another place that uh, usually say they're the fiscal conservative. You truly are, Ms. Henry. Uh, and with that, uh, no other comments. Is there a motion on resolution number 2025-63, establishing the tentative millage rate for the Broad Municipal Service District? Is, and there's a, there's a motion uh, by Vice Mayor Geller and a second by Commissioner Sharif, uh, esta uh, establishing the proposed millage rate for the Broad Municipal Service District. All in favor, vote by saying aye. 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 All those uh, opposed say no. It passes unanimously. Is there? Is there? Show move. Is, is, if I may, is there a motion on resolution number 2025-64 adopting the tentative budget for the Broad Municipal Service District? Is and there is a motion and a second. Adopting the tentative budget for the Broad Municipal Service District. All in favor, vote by saying aye. Aye. All opposed, no. Passes unanimously. The public hearing on item B, the Broad Municipal Service District millage rate and budget is now closed. Uh, let's see, Fire Rescue Municipal Service District millage rate and budget. AT&T operator, please instruct members of the public on how they can speak on item C, the fire rescue municipal service district millage rate and budget. If anyone from the public wishes to speak on item C, the fire rescue municipal service district millage rate and budget, please press pound two on your phones now to be put in a queue to speak on this item. Once your line is unmuted, you will be asked to introduce yourself and told how much time you have to speak. When your comment period has expired, your line will be muted again, and other speakers will be given the opportunity to speak. When all public comments for an item have concluded, the mayor will offer commissioners the opportunity to comment or ask questions. At the conclusion of your comments, you can either hang up or stay on the line to listen to the rest of the budget hearing and or comment on another item. The public hearing is now open on the proposed millage rate and tentative budget for the fire rescue municipal service district to provide funds for fire rescue services in the unincorporated area. The proposed millage rate for this purpose is 2.6191, which represents a 5.79% increase in property taxes as compared with a rollback rate of 2.4757. The county administrator will give an overview of the Fire Rescue Municipal Service District tax rate. The Fire Rescue Municipal Service District millage rate remains the same for FY21. The average homestead property owner will pay approximately $5 more than the prior year based on the increase in property values capped by Save Our Homes. Operator, is there anyone from the public who wishes to speak on this item? Once again, dialing pound two will put you in the queue to make a comment. There's no one in the public that would like to speak. Thank you. Now that the public comment period is completed, I'll take comments from the County Commission. Seeing none. Is there a motion on resolution number 2020-565, establishing the tentative millage rate for the fire rescue 
Municipal Services District. There's a motion and there's a second. Uh, Commissioner Bogan make the motion. Uh, Commissioner Sharif second, establishing the proposed millage rate for the Fire Rescue Municipal Services District. All in favor vote by saying aye. 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 All, all, aye. all opposed, no. Let the record show it passes unanimously. Is there a motion on resolution number 202566 adopting the tentative budget for the fire rescue municipal services district budget? Uh, there's a motion by Commissioner Udine, second by Commissioner Bogan, adopting the tentative budget for the fire rescue municipal services district. All in favor vote by saying aye. 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 All those who oppose, no. Passes unanimously. The public hearing on item C, the Fire Rescue Municipal Service District millage rate and budget is now closed. Street lighting district millage and budget. AT&T operator, please instruct members of the public and how they can speak on item D, the street lighting district millage rate and budget. If anyone from the public wishes to speak on item D, the street lighting district millage rate and budget, Please press pound two on your phones now to be put in queue to speak on this item. Once your line is unmuted, you will be asked to introduce yourself and told how much time you have to speak. When your comment period has expired, your line will be muted again and other speakers will be given the opportunity to speak. When all public comments for an item have concluded, the mayor will offer commissioners the opportunity to comment or ask questions. At the conclusion of your comments, you can either hang up or stay on the line to listen to the rest of the budget hearing and or comment on another item. The public hearing is open on the proposed millage rate and tentative budget for the street light and dis district to provide funds for street lights in portions of the unincorporated area. The proposed millage rate for this purpose is 0 0.3743, which represents a 12% increase in property taxes as compared with a rollback rate of 0 0.3342. The county administrator will give an overview on the street lighting district tax rate. The street lighting uh, district tax rate remains the same for fiscal year 21. The average homestead uh, property owner will pay approximately a dollar more than the year prior based on the increase in their values capped by Save Our Homes. Operator, is there anyone from the public who wishes to speak on this item? Once again, dialing pound two will indicate that you wish to make a comment. And there are no speakers on the queue. Thank you. Now that public comment period is completed, I'll take comments from the County Commission. Is there a motion on resolution number 2025-67, establishing the tentative millage rate for the street lighting district and there's a motion by Commissioner Sharif, second by Commissioner Yudi. Establishing the proposed millage rate for the street lighting district. All in favor vote by saying aye. Aye. Those opposed, no. Aye. Passes unanimously. Is there a motion on resolution number 2020-568, adopting the tentative budget for the street lighting district budget? Moved by Commissioner Udin, second by Commissioner Sheriff. 
Sharif. Adopting the tentative budget for the street lighting district budget. All in favor vote by saying aye. Aye. All those opposed, no. Passes unanimously. Public hearing on item D, the street lighting district, millage rate and budget is now closed. Fire assessment for Broad Municipal Services District. AT&T operator, please instruct members of the public on how they can speak on item E, the fire assessment for Broad Municipal Services District. If anyone from the public wishes to speak on item E, the fire assessment for Broad Municipal Services District, please select pound two on your phones to be put in queue to speak on this item. Once your line is unmuted, you will be asked to introduce yourself and told how much time you have to speak. When your comment period has expired, your line will be muted again and other speakers will be given the opportunity. When all public comments for an item have concluded, the mayor will offer commissioners the opportunity to comment or ask questions. At the conclusion of your comments, you can either hang up or stay on the line to listen to the rest of the budget hearing and or comment on another item. The public hearing is open on the proposed special assessment within the fire municipal services district. The non-advalorum assessment provides funds for fire services and in the unincorporated area. The county administrator will give an overview of the proposed fire non-advalorum assessment rates. Mayor, the fire assessment rates remain the same for FY21. Operator. Is there anyone from the public who wishes, wishes to speak on this item? There are no speakers in the queue. Now that the public comment period is completed, I'll take comments from the County Commission. Is there a motion on resolution number 2020-569, establishing the special assessments rate, assessment rates within the Fire Municipal Service District. Moved by Commissioner Sharif, second by Commissioner Udine, establishing special assessment rates within the Fire Municipal Service District. All in favor, vote by saying aye. 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 All opposed, say no. Let the record show the item passes unanimously. The public hearing on item E, the Fire Special assessment is now closed. Garbage and trash collection assessment for the Broad Municipal Service District. AT&T operator, please instruct members of the public on how they can speak on item F, the garbage and trash collection assessment for Broad County Municipal Services District. If anyone from the public wishes to speak on item F, the garbage and trash collection assessment for Broward Municipal Services District, please press pound two on your phones now to be put in queue to speak on this item. Once your line is unmuted, you will be asked to introduce yourself and told how much time you have to speak. When your comment period has expired, your line will be muted again and other speakers will be given the opportunity to speak. When all public comments for an item have concluded, the mayor will offer commissioners the opportunity to comment or ask questions. At the conclusion of your comments, you can either hang up or stay on the line to listen to the rest of the budget hearing and or comment on another item. The public hearing is open on the proposed special assessment within the garbage and trash collection municipal service district. 
The county administrator will give an overview of the proposed non-ad valorem assessment rate. Single family homes and multifamily complexes with nine units or less that pay this assessment will experience a change for FY21. The rate is increasing by $20 from $270 to $290. As you're aware, the community is particularly focused on the rising cost of waste disposal, a national phenomenon. This along with the cost for pickup results in this change. Operator, is there anyone from the public who wishes to speak on this item? Once again, dialing pound two will indicate that you wish to make a comment. And we have no speakers in the queue. Now that the public comment period is completed, I'll take comments from the County Commission. Is there a motion on resolution number 202570 establishing the special assessment rates within the garbage and trash municipal service district? Uh, there's a motion by Commissioner Sharif, second by Commissioner Bogan, establishing the special assessment rate within the garbage and trash Munici municipal service district. All in favor, vote by saying aye. 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 All opposed, no. The record show the item passes unanimously. The public hearing on item F, the garbage and trash special assessment is now closed. Item G, water control district number two, millage and budget. AT&T operator, please instruct members of the public on how they can speak on item G, the water control district, number two, millage rate and budget. If anyone from the public wishes to speak on item G, the water control district, number two, millage rate and budget, please press pound two on your phone now to be put in queue to speak on this item. Once your line is unmuted, you will be asked to introduce yourself and told how much time you have to speak. When your comment period has expired, your line will be muted again and other speakers will be given the opportunity to speak. When all public comments for an item have concluded, the mayor will offer commissioners the opportunity to comment or ask questions. At the conclusion of your comments, you can either hang up or stay on the line to listen to the rest of the budget hearing and or comment on another item. The public hearing is open on the proposed millage rate and tentative budget for water control district number two. The proposed millage rate for this purpose is 0 0.1231, which represents a 6.30% increase in property taxes as compared with a rollback rate of 0 0.1158. Operator, is there anyone from the public who wishes to speak on this item? Once again, dialing pound two will indicate that you wish to make a comment. And there are no speakers in the queue. Now that the public comment period is completed, I'll take comments from the County Commission. Is there a motion and resolution 2025-71 establishing the tentative millage rate for water control district number two? It's a motion by Commissioner Bogan, second by uh, Commissioner Sharif, establishing the proposed millage rate for water control district number two. All in favor, vote by saying aye. 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 Those opposed, no. Let the record show the item passed unanimously.
Is there a motion on resolution number 2025-572, adopting the te tentative budget for the Water Control District number two budget? Uh, moved by Commissioner Sharif, seconded by Commissioner Fisher, <laughs> adopting the tentative budget for the Water Control District number two budget. All in favor say aye. Aye. All those opposed, no. Let the record show the item passed unanimously. The public hearing on item G, the Water Control District number two millage rate and budget is now closed. Water Control District number three millage and budget. AT&T operator, please instruct members of the public on how they can speak on item H, the Water Control District Number three, millage rate and budget. If anyone from the public wishes to speak on item H, the water control district number three, millage rate and budget, please press pound two on your phone now to be put in a queue to speak on this item. Once your line is unmuted, you will be asked to introduce yourself and told how much time you have to speak. When your comment period has expired, your line will be muted again and other speakers will be given the opportunity to speak. When all public comments for an item have concluded, the mayor will offer commissioners the opportunity to comment or ask questions. At the conclusion of your comments, you can either hang up or stay on the line to listen to the rest of the budget hearing and or comment on another item. The public hearing is open on the proposed millage rate and tentative budget for water control district number three. The proposed millage rate is zero Point one five five two, which represents a zero percent increase in property taxes as compared with a rollback rate of zero point one five two two. Our operator, is there anyone from the public who wishes to speak on this item? Once again, dialing pound two will indicate that you wish to comment. And there are no speakers in the queue. Now that the public comment period is completed, I'll take comments from the county commission. Uh, there's, a res uh, there's a motion on resolution number 2020. Dash 573, establishing the tentative millage rate for water control district number three. It's been made by Commissioner Bogan, second by Commissioner Sharif. Establishing the proposed millage rate for water control district number three. In favor, all in favor, vote by saying aye. Aye. Those opposed, no. Let the record show that it passes unanimously. Is there a motion on resolution? Uh, there's a motion on resolution uh, on resolution number 2020-574, adapting the tentative budget for the Water Control District number three budget. Uh, the motion was made by Commissioner Fisher, second by Commissioner Sharif, uh, adapting the tentative budget for the Water Control District number three budget. All in favor, vote aye. by saying aye. Can I just ask one question? Aye. Aye. Just, just out of curiosity, 
I, one fun question, how come there was no increase in the rollback right here? Was something taken out of the budget to make it a 0% increase? Go ahead. I'm, I, I yep. mean, it's just everyone has an increase. Is, was this, is there a reason? Go ahead. Good evening. This is Jennifer from the Budget Office. For the Water Control District 3, we had to use the rollback rate due to the growth in the property tax for that area. We would need more than a majority vote, so we have rolled it back. Uh, it's a few thousand dollars less of budget available for 21, which we just need a, a regular vote. So there's nothing special we need to do for this um, millage rate. Okay, so uh, we have those who voted aye. Now, are there anyone who wishes to vote no? Okay, let the record reflect that uh, the item passes unanimously. Public hearing on item H, the water control district number three, millage rate and budget is now closed. Water control district number four, millage and budget. AT&T operator, please can, uh, instruct members of the public on how they can speak in item I, the water control district number four, millage rate and budget. If anyone from the public wishes to speak on item I, the water control number four, millage rate and budget, please press pound two on your phone now to be put in queue to speak on this item. Once your line is unmuted, you'll be asked to introduce yourself and told how much time you have to speak. When your comment period has expired, your line will be muted again and other speakers will be given the opportunity to speak. When all public comments for an item have concluded, the mayor will offer commissioners the opportunity to comment or ask questions. At the conclusion of your comments, you can either hang up or stay on the line to listen to the rest of the budget hearing and or comment on another item. The public hearing is open on the proposed millage rate and tentative budget for water control district number four. And three sub-districts. The proposed millage rate for sub-district 4A is 0.0146, which represents a 5.04% increase in property taxes as compared with a rollback rate of 0.139. The proposed millage rate for sub-district 4B is 0.0318, which represents a 4.26% increase in property taxes as compared with a rollback rate of 0.0305. The proposed millage rate for sub-district 4C is 0.1276, which represents a 4.59% increase in property taxes as compared with a rollback rate of 0.1220. Operator, is there anyone from the public who wishes to speak on this item? Once again, dialing pound two will indicate that you wish to make a comment. And we do have one speaker here in the queue. Uh, Go ahead and unmute the speaker, uh, operator. Yes, my name is Brenda Dowdy and I'm a Broward County resident. I'm very appalled. You see here, everything is dealing with uh, the keep increasing the property tax. It doesn't matter what 
um, you know, what item is on the on the table, but one of the funding that's funding these items is the property tax. And it's to me to me it sounds like if someone has an illness or a sickness in their body and it's like over time it it it, 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 it this is a cancer cell and over time over years it progressed to breast and then next thing you know this person is incapacitated and then maybe not too long from that they you know they leave us they they, they go on to another level in their life they die in other words so it's been, so I'm making that analogy through the property tax because you keep saying you know four dollars and this percentage to roll back and you know this year and all of that that's what's happening to the property owners and to our elderly you you're basically robbing them from their home. They work hard. They pay for property. They pay for their houses, but they never have ownership because somebody is getting a little bit, little pension off them every bit of the way, and it's a disease. And I think you all need to rethink and and look for other ways. And like I heard, I heard earlier that you're not giving the taxpayer a break. And I know you all are tax homeowners. That that you, it's not fair. It's, it's really. I, I pray to God in Jesus' name that you all do something and give us a break. That's all I have to say in Jesus' name. Thank you, operator. Is there anyone else? There are no other speakers in the queue. Thank you. Uh, no, the public comment period is completed. I'll take comments from the county commission. There's a motion on resolution number 202575, establishing the tentative millage rate for water control district number four and its sub-districts. Motion made by Commissioner Bogan, second by Commissioner Sharif, establishing the proposed millage rates for water control district number four and its sub-districts. All in favor, vote by saying aye. 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 All do those opposed, no. Let the record show the item passes unanimously. Is there a motion on resolution number 2025-76, adopting the tentative budget for the water control district number four and its sub-districts? Commissioner Ryan. Move approval. Do you? Second. You want to second it? I'll move approval. Okay. <laughs> second. Okay. Commissioner Sharif moves approval, uh, second by Commissioner Ryan. Adopting the tentative budget for water control district number four and its sub-districts. All in favor say aye. Aye. All those opposed, no. Let the record show that the item passes unanimously. Public hearing on item I, Water Control District number four, millage rates and budget is now closed. Item J, Kokomar Water Control District millage and budget. AT&T operator, please instruct the members of the public and how they can speak on item J, the Kokomar Water Control District millage rate and budget. If anyone from the public wishes to speak on item J, the Kokomar Water Control District Millage Rate and Budget, please press pound two on your phone now to be put in queue to speak on this item. 
Once your line is unmuted, you will be asked to introduce yourself and told how much time you have to speak. When your comment period has expired, your line will be muted again and other speakers will be given the opportunity to speak. When all public comments for an item have concluded, the mayor will offer commissioners the opportunity to comment or ask questions. At the conclusion of your comments, you can either hang up or stay on the line to listen to the rest of the budget hearing and or comment on another item. The public hearing is open on proposed millage rate and tentative budget for unit area number one of the Kokomar Water Control District. The proposed millage rate for this purpose is 0 0.1446, which represents a 4.10% increase in property taxes as compared with a rollback rate of 0 0.389. Operator, is there anyone from the public who wishes to speak on this item? There are no speakers for this item. Now that the public comment period is completed, I'll take comments from the County Commission. A rollback rate of 0 0.1389. Now, there's a motion by Commissioner Bogan, second by... Second. Uh, Vice Mayor Vice Geller. Ma Vice Mayor Geller. Uh, on resolution number 202577, establishing the tentative millage rate for unit area number one of the Kokomar Water Control District. Commit, uh, motion made by Commission Sharif, second by Vice Mayor Geller. Establishing yes, a proposed millage rate for unit area number one of the Kokomar Water Control District. All in favor of vote by saying aye. Aye. All, aye. all those opposed, no. Let the record show the item passes unanimously. Is there a motion on resolution number 2025-78 adopting the tentative Budget for the Kokomar Water Control District. A move by Commissioner Udeen, second by Commissioner Fisher, adapting the tentative budget for the Kokomar Water Control District. All in favor, vote by saying aye. 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 All opposed, no. Let the record show that the item passes unanimously. The public hearing on item J, the Kokomar Water Control District millage rate and budget is now closed. There's, there will be a public hearing to finalize the county millage rates and budgets at 5.01 p.m. on Tuesday, September 22nd at the Broad County Governmental Center, room 422-115 South Andrews Avenue in Fort Lauderdale. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, public participation at the meeting shall be limited to telephonic participation only. To participate in the public hearing, visit registertospeak.brow.org. This concludes the Broward County public hearing to adapt tentative budgets for tax rates 
and final assessment reads for fiscal year 21. Thank you for attending the Broward County Board of County Commissioners public hearing.